Welcome to the Confident Parent Podcast, where we want to help you feel confident in your role of raising kids who have a thriving relationship with Jesus. I'm your host, Joshua Humpa. I'm the children's pastor at Oak Creek Assembly of God for the past six years and parent of two spectacular kids. In this episode, we'll explore how to navigate the phases of your child and family, whether they're fun or challenging, and tips on how to create constants to become the family of your dreams. We'll share tons of realistic and practical ideas so that by the time we're done, you'll have a solid plan and feel assured that as a parent, you got this. Joining us today is my gorgeous wife, Stephanie. Hi. We've been married for almost six years, and I tell Stephanie often that um, <laughs> I'm so grateful I married her because without her, I would be a mess. And I really, I really honestly do believe that, that she has made my life so much better. So I'm thrilled that she's here today, uh, and I believe that she's going to share some great nuggets of wisdom. Stephanie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and some of the roles that you play in your life? I am the care pastor here at the church. Um, I've been on staff here for about 10 years um, and in that role for about the last five. So it's a little hard to believe that I have been employed anywhere for 10 years. I'm old enough for that milestone, but here we are. Um, We have two awesome kids, Carson, who is nine months and crawling and pulling himself up all over the place and just such a sweet little boy. And our daughter, Chloe, is three, um, and she's super smart, super sassy, uh, and just so much fun to be around. And so it's been really fun and just my uh, greatest privilege to be their mom. Thanks for being here, Steph. And today, we're going to explore this concept of phases in our kids and family life. And the main takeaway that we want you to remember throughout the rest of this podcast, and here it is. Phases change, but our constants shouldn't. I'm going to say that again for you. Phases change, but our constants shouldn't. So let's dive into what that means. First, let's talk about what is a phase. So Steph, I think the way that we define what a phase is, is it's a moment in a person's development where they grow into who they're going to be. Uh, And the key for this is that a phase is just a moment. You know, that there's time frames like years and weeks that we measure most of our lives with. Uh, Phases, they're not constrained to that. Would you agree to that? Yeah, I think the key about understanding phases is that there's a lot of growth that happens during that time period that um, it can feel kind of frustrating uh, in different phases, but there's even at those frustrating moments that there's a lot of growth that's happening uh, in either our lives or the lives of our children during those times. The thing about phases is they can be equally fun and sad when you realize that your child isn't the same person that they used to be. I know that we've experienced that with our kids. You know, their interests change, their interactions with us change, and they change with other people as well. And they kind of move on to the next thing. And soon... That phase is gone. A way that we've seen this with our daughter, Chloe, uh, especially since she's older than Carson, she's gone through a lot more phases than he has at this point. But just seeing how um, she's really becoming her own little person. And when our kids are born, they're so dependent on, on us and they need us to feed them, to bathe them, 
to help them go to sleep, to get them dressed, to, to change their diapers, all that fun stuff. Um, but as they continue to grow and develop, they are on this journey towards independence. And so Chloe really is on that journey. Um, and it seemed, it, for me, it's hard because I look at her and she's only three years old and yet she's already become so independent uh, from us and from me and not needing our help with things. And, you know, that's what we want for our kids and what we want for her. But it just seems like it's going so fast. And so one of these areas is um, she had recently gone into a phase where she really wanted to be snuggled to bed and bedtime you know, there's nights where it feels like it just drags on and on. Um, but it was kind of a sweet phase where she would want me to, to snuggle her before bed. So I would lay in her bed with her for a few minutes and just kind of hold her. And we would talk and talk about the day and what, you know, whatever she wanted to talk about. And then a few weeks ago, she didn't want me to snuggle her. She wanted me to sit in her chair and just be present while she went to sleep. But she didn't actually want me to hold her anymore. Come which, on, it's so sad. <laughs> which, you know, is fine. Um, but it, it was just a sad phase. And since that night, she doesn't ask for snuggles as much anymore. And, of course, she wants it sometimes. She's not a super touchy-feely, you know, wants to snuggle all the time all the time kid anyways and never has been but it's just a new phase of her becoming more independent and you know eventually she she won't need me at all for bedtime uh, she won't need me to read her a story she won't need me to read her the bible she won't need me to to teach her how to pray anymore and so it's just kind of one of those sad phases to see her moving uh, forward in that Phases can be fun and enjoyable periods, you know, like that. Uh, I think about, you know, rocking Chloe and Carson to sleep and snuggling those kids. Uh, but then there's also times when there's phases that are miserable. I mean, if we're just being honest, it's hard. It's really, really hard. Um, something that we both agree is the newborn stage is amazing in so many ways, but then so difficult than so many others. So I know a lot of parents have awesome little babies who start sleeping through the night pretty early. So maybe you've done, um, you know, some early sleep training or whatever you've done. Awesome. Our kids, not so much. They're not um, good infant sleepers. Uh, Chloe was a little bit better than Carson, but that's just a hard phase of when you're super tired, you're getting up in the night, you know, every couple hours, every two hours, thankfully, it's not still every two hours, but for a long time, it was every two hours to get up, to feed, to rock, to soothe, to get back to sleep, and it's just really draining. I remember with Chloe, when she was just a few months old, um, we tried to get her on a schedule, a regular schedule, and so every two hours would be a kind of a new thing, whether it's eat, play, sleep. Uh, and at night, if we didn't get her to go to sleep in that time window after she drank her bottle or ate, uh, 
then that meant that we we're gonna have to be up for another two hours until we could try again because <laughs> otherwise she's gonna throw up that milk if we give her more to try and get her to go to sleep uh, and that was hard that was hard staying up uh, till early in the morning trying to get this little girl to go to sleep um, but I also think back on those times and just look back at pictures and it's just it's incredible that little girl was so sweet um, watching her change so much it's it's amazing and I think the truth the truth that we've heard is that the days are long but the years are short yeah I feel like the longer um, that I am a parent the more I see this as being true especially now that we have two kids um, that there's some days that are really long but the years are just flying by. So now that we've defined what a phase is, let's talk about why phases matter, why each phase is significant uh, even within itself. You know, there's no one else that can take our role as a parent. Stephanie, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, and I think as a parent, especially as a full-time working mom, there's times that you feel insecure about that because it can feel like and just, it's true sometimes that there's other people that have more valuable time with your kids, whether it's teachers or caregiver during the day. But at the end of the day, there's no one that has a greater influence on your children than you as a parent. Even if you don't have the most time with them in actual hours, because I mean, let's get real, when they're sleeping, how much influence do you have during that time? But in those few hours at night, if you're a working um, working parent, you know, you're still having more influence than, than anybody else. And the kind of sad thing to think about when you look at the big picture idea is that we only get a limited amount of time to play the role as a parent until our children are, are grown up and make their own decisions and do their own thing. And... What do you think about this, Steph? The stat is we only get about 936 weeks with our kids. I mean, how does that make you feel knowing that with both of your kids, you have only been given 936 weeks, and for your oldest daughter, who is only three years old, a good amount of those weeks are already gone. Let's not get carried away. She's still only three, but it makes me feel sad. Um, when you put a finite period of time on the amount of weeks that those kids are going to be in your home, which, yes, we know it's true, but it feels like sand just moving through the hourglass that, um, you know, time just flies so fast um, and we all just are so busy that it really makes me want to make the most of those 936 weeks and not um, be unintentional, but be very intentional with, with our time with our kids. So we wanna talk about being intentional with our kids in each phase of their life, whether they're real small, they're in their toddler phase, whether they're in elementary, whether they're in their teenage years and they're really figuring out who they are and, and facing some real life consequences for their choices. Steph, can we talk about how we can do more than just survive through each phase? What are some advice or tips that you'd give to parents on what they can do to, to utilize their role as a parent to make each phase fun, even if it really is truly the worst phase? Well, I think it's really important just to remember that it is a phase and that the phases come and go. Um, and so if you're in a challenging phase with your kids that 
you know, it's for a finite period of time that it's not going to last. And just like babies at some point, hopefully Carson, uh, they, they learn to sleep on their own. They learn to sleep through the night. Um, and just like we all get through that phase, that whatever phase you're going through, if you are intentional during that phase, even if it's a rough one with attitudes or friend drama at school, whatever it may be, that it'll soon conclude and you'll be in a new phase. So just trying to find the joy even in those hard moments. I think one of the things that we try to do is really relish the fun stages. Um, and there's times when things are super smooth and super easy. There's times that they're challenging. And so in the fun stages, just try to soak that up. Um, some of the things that we do is, you know, we write down in baby book and a baby book, some of the things that they do. Um, we try and take lots of pictures and videos. Uh, and we like to tell other people. We're constantly texting pictures and videos to our parents and kind of sharing the stories of what our kids are doing. I have this really cool app on my phone called Time Hop. And what it does is it looks back on your phone and your social media profiles. Uh, and on this day shows you what you posted or took pictures of or, or tweeted. Uh, and so for us, Steph, it's been really fun to look back at the pictures and videos of our kids kind of remember the fun moments. So today we've talked about phases. And as we said before in our big idea, phases change, but our constants shouldn't. And so while phases will come and go as your child develops, we can create constants in our family that will last a lifetime. So let's kind of talk about what constants are. I think, Steph, we define constants as things that we value. What would you say are some of the things that we value, Steph? First and foremost, God and developing a personal relationship with him. I mean, we want that to be um, super important to our kids and our time together as a family. We try to be really intentional about having time together um, first as a couple and uh, with our kids. And then just being a ministry family. I mean, we're, we're in a position where Josh and I are both um, on staff at the church and we love that. And we want our kids to see us in ministry and very much be a part of that and not just on the sideline. Something that I heard your brother say that kind of rocked my world when it comes to balancing ministry and family is that when you talk about balancing ministry and family, and you could say work and family or whatever, um, but for us, ministry and family, you know, serving people, serving God, we don't want them to be like on a seesaw trying to balance it out, but instead we want them to work together that ministry and family come together. And that to us is extremely valuable. That's gonna be a constant that we want from when our kids are babies to when they're grown adults, that somehow we can do ministry together. There's some advice that your dad gave us um, before we had our first child about how they parented and kind of the way that they had constants in their life. Can you tell us a little bit about the advice that your dad gave us that was so good? So when I was nearing the end of my pregnancy with Chloe, um, I was just kind of expressing some concerns and some fears about how life was going to be after she was born and, you know, how, you know, how are we going to do life? How are we going to, you know, go out and do things and be a part of things? And so his advice was just as soon as possible to have her just get on our schedule and that whatever we're doing that she would come with. And that just as soon as possible that we jump into the swing of things. And so we did that. And I really feel like that was some of the best advice 
that we were given as new parents because our schedule didn't revolve around her. She was joining our life and that was just really important to us. Yeah, and with that, I think there can be a struggle, um, especially in the hard phases of life, to really let that dictate how the rest of your life goes, right? So if you're having a hard time or if you're feeling extremely tired or you're really struggling as a family, that that can really take away from the dream family that you want to have. And so our phases can become um, the determining factor for how our lives are lived instead of the constants. You know, we can make excuses to not do something or be involved with something or help someone else uh, because of the phase that we're in with our kids right now. You know, for example, we could very easily say, well, we're not getting any sleep right now with Carson. Uh, and so, you know what, we're not gonna go help somebody. We're not gonna put as much time into our relationship with God. We're not gonna do as much fun things because we're gonna get to bed as early as possible. Or we're going to be super grumpy and let everybody know <laughs> how tired we are. But that's not how we want to live our lives. We want the constants to be the constants. I feel like that's something my parents were so good at was, I mean, their lives very much were not dictated by their kids. And they brought us along, you know, the journey of life with them 100%. And I have so many good memories of... You know, going out to eat Sunday night after church, you know, being up super late or uh, being a part of the musicals or going to funerals. I mean, probably by the age of five, I had been at more funerals than any other five-year-old, <laughs> for sure any five-year-old that I knew. But we, we had a lot of fun. in mean, Monday nights and Friday nights were, were family nights, and we did a lot of fun things together. And they just were very good at having predictable constants in our lives. They just always modeled what was important to them and then brought us along for the ride to, to do those things too, whether it be family devotions or vacations or whatever, whatever they were doing, we are always a part of it. I think a good practice uh, for your family is to do this, is to think of what are the things that you value as the parents and then what are the things that you want your kids to remember about growing up? And so if you could sum it up in a sentence, what would you like that to be? Now again, constant is our values. It's the things that we think are important. And so in one sentence, what do you want your kids to value or to grow up remembering? For Stephanie and I, the one sentence that we would sum up how we want our family to be is we want our kids to want to spend time with us and each other, even when they don't have to, and to have a genuine relationship with God. And so, if that's our one sentence, our path that we want to get to, we don't want the phases to dictate where our family is going to go, but we also want to navigate during those phases so that this sentence can be true for our family. That our kids genuinely love spending time with us, even when they're grown adults and they don't have to. We want them to call us, to want to come home for holidays, and to have a genuine relationship with God. And one of the things that I am so thankful for about Steph's family and joining her family is that every Monday, even now as grown kids uh, being married, having kids of their own, her siblings enjoy being together. And that every Monday, even with her, when her parents aren't around, we like spending time together. 
and that every Monday, even now, because of this constant that Steph's family had when she was a kid, even now on Mondays, uh, our day off shared together, we get together and every lunch we try to do something fun. And so we want to encourage you today, figure out what you want your constants to be for your family, talk about it together, and then make that a goal for your family to move forward. In. A resource that we think could be very helpful for you when it comes to phases is this book and this website called justaphase.com. Here you can find articles on how to embrace and navigate each phase of your child's life from early preschool years all the way up to being a teen, even to adulthood. And so if you'd like to learn more about how to help your family have good phases and to navigate those well, check out justaphase.com. Steph, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks, I hope this is helpful. God has gifted and trusted you with an incredible opportunity to shape a person's life. It's a big deal. It's a major responsibility and it can be scary. Today, we hope you feel more confident in your role as a parent and that your family's best days are ahead. Subscribe right now so that you'll always be the first to hear new content from the Confident Parent Podcast. And if you're excited about this, please let somebody know. You can send them a text right now about it. Our podcast will grow as you rate and review. So as episodes come out, please share with the world what you think. Oak Creek Assembly of God is a church in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. And if you live anywhere in the Milwaukee area, we invite you to come join us on our Sunday morning services at 8 and 10.30 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're all in when it comes to kids. And we know that your kid's going to love it. Hope to see you here soon. There's no perfect way to parent, and all of us are trying to figure out how to do this. We're praying for you and believing that the best is yet to come for your family.